Welcome to episode 274 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and I've got two great guests this week. Kelly Gugelman is back on the show. How are you doing, Kelly? I'm doing well, David. How are you? Doing well. Glad you're back. We have a lot to talk about, and we got another returning guest. It's been a while, so glad you made it back. Uh, Holden DePardo, how are you doing, Holden? Doing great. Thanks for having me. It's been a, it's been a little while, but it I It's been I'm a little back. while. Yeah, we're so glad to have you. And last, uh, last but certainly not least, Jeff Gamet's back on the show. How are you doing, Jeff? Uh, I see how it is. We have two great guests. Oh, and Jeff's here. No, <laughs> Jeff's, whatever. Jeff's the, the, the heart stuff. of the show. I mean, Come on. <laughs> I really yeah. thought it was, you know, two great guests and also Kelly. So, you know. Well. I get it, Jeff. I didn't, I, didn't, know, I didn't leave that way, but. It depends on which theater you're watching this in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh that's gonna be a fun show tonight uh so we got lots of news to talk about all kinds of things that have happened this week uh including uh this is the anniversary of the unfortunate passing of steve jobs we'll talk about that a little bit uh and uh topics include uh beta and new releases and updates and uh the apple watch discussion will happen i know holden just got the iphone 15 pro max he's gonna get i'm gonna get his uh Oh yeah, get his uh, insights since we've been talking about it the last few weeks, and uh, and there's all kinds of other stuff. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and get started. Uh, like I said, uh, yes, uh, it is 12 years ago today that uh, Steve Jobs has passed away. It was the 12th anniversary, and uh, it was you know, it was always a very a very tough time th- during those times at uh, Apple, uh, and uh, Steve and uh, Apple did share a new message this uh, this week and says Apple has lost a visionary, creative genius. Uh, and the world has lost an amazing human being. And uh, those of us who were fortunate enough to know and work with Steve have lost a dear friend, an inspiring mentor. And he, Steve did leave behind a legacy um, that uh, he could ha- that he built with Apple, and it can never, never be any different as far as the foundation of Apple. So it, it's just, just uh, great, great memories. And Steve was uh, was uh, got this where Apple is today, really. I mean, and I think it's just an inspiring mm-hmm. time uh, and it's just a sad time, but you know, uh, look where, where Apple is now. Apple's doing really well. Thoughts on, on, on Steve. What do you think, uh, Kelly? Uh, it's really weird because uh, when he passed away, um, I was uh, consulting. I was doing a freelance thing for uh, Mike Rose of the unofficial Apple weblog. We were all at the unofficial Apple weblog. Mike, friend of the show. Yes. Hi, Mike. Uh, It's fun to get to be on a different podcast and say hi to him from here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So hi, Mike. Um, Mike, uh, Mike had Dave Kalo and myself uh, come work with him at a thing that he was doing for his day job. And we were sort of the genius bar for the iPad rollout for this company that was doing iPads for many, 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 many people. And so we were all at, um, uh the disney world resort we were at one of the the hotels there where they have like massive conference rooms and things and uh that on october 5th they had a corporate event for everyone who was there for the giant conference that was also getting all the ipads and everything and they rented out um the the harry potter park and Mm, for just this event and so uh they were wrapping up the event everything was like Everyone was all in this giant ballroom, sitting around a bunch of tables, just finished eating dinner. Everyone's really excited. They had a presentation. The music comes up. 
and my phone, my iPhone 3G phone rang and Dave Kalo's phone rang and we both walked outside to see what had happened. And uh, mine was Mr. Kelly. And um, uh, I can't remember who called Dave. I know he will never forget, but I can't remember who he was talking to. So we each got a call, said hello. And the person on the other end said that Steve Jobs had died. And we looked at each other and our faces both just had like the exact same expression on them. And we just sort of stood there like, and then, uh, and we both said, I have to go and hung up. And Dave looked at me and said, um, uh, cause he was the editor at the, the news editor, uh, of two at that time. And so I said, and, and he said, I, I don't have IRC on my phone. And I said, I do. And I opened it up and I handed it to him. And then I walked back inside and I like, didn't know what to do basically yeah. and walked in and Mike looked at me and went, and like alarmed because, you know, I, of course I look like a million bucks at this point. He goes, are you okay? And I said, Steve died. And he, and he was just floored. Like, so now the two of us are both standing there with uh-huh. the same expression on our faces. And I remember because uh, we just gotten the iPhone 4S the day before. And uh, we were both like covering our event. Uh, you know, we were covering, you know, we were covering that event from the event we were at and talking about how amazing it was and how, uh, because there was an empty seat for Steve at right. the event right in the front row it's had like a, a tag on it like reserved for steve jobs or something i can't remember um but it was saved for him and you could tell that was supposed to be his seat and that's the thing that that i remember is all of us having that moment of like we are all here deploying ipads because of apple we all know each other because we all write for the unofficial apple weblog and we're all here like marveling at what the new phone is going to look like and and what this assist, this voice assistant thing is going to do for people and how that's going to fundamentally change what people can do with their device. And like just sort of marveling at the technology and the power of Apple as a company, because that's why we were friends. That's why we knew each other at all. That's why any of us were competent to be doing the thing that we were standing in Florida doing in that moment, all of those things. And then to be able to, and then to, to sort of sit there and like, and then go get on a bus with a whole bunch of other people who are super duper excited it was surreal because everyone yeah. on the bus was like super pumped has no idea what's happened it doesn't affect any of them the way it's affecting us and you know how all of that went so like when i so what i remember about it is that it was very very surreal but that i was absolutely with the exact right people to understand the magnitude of what just happened yeah so. uh, how about you jeff you probably got some good memories yeah um so uh yeah that's back when i was managing editor for mac observer right yeah and um so the news hits and um um and i immediately was like this is now what i have to this is what i have to do now and uh so i wrote I, i typically don't brag but I think I am I'm for this I will. I think my uh, my obituary for Steve Jobs uh was fantastic. Um and uh and what made it work was that instead of uh uh writing it ahead of time, which I had been planning on doing because I knew yeah. the that his time was short, but I just I just didn't. And then the news drops and I start writing 
And uh, and then I realized not writing it till then was the right choice because I was able to write something that that just came from my heart. Um, and uh, and then I got that out, and and then it was like phone calls and uh, and other uh, uh, news organizations interviewing me and just, you know doing all the stuff. And I remember the con the the common thread through all of this, as as I was talking with all these other people and news organizations was uh, was what happens to Apple now, and me saying it's okay, and we can be sad about about losing Steve, but it's okay because because Steve and the rest of the leadership team had the foresight to plan well in advance for this transition that they knew had to happen and so when when we lost steve we didn't lose apple's leadership because he was not doing that anymore everything was already in place tim cook was already running the company and uh, and everything was going to be okay and it was it, it was Interesting being on, uh, geez, I can't. It might it might have been CNN or something. I can't remember yeah. which one, yeah. but one uh, one of the shows where they had some guy on who was talking about about uh, this is the death of Apple. Everything is doomed. The company is screwed, mm-hmm. and then uh then they turned to me for a counterpoint and i just very calmly laid out here's how this is going to play out it's already played out it's done everything is moving forward right. and uh, got through the through my whole thing and they were supposed to go back to the other person for a counterpoint to that and uh, they didn't yeah. <laughs> and, oh, holden. But... <laughs> holden do you have any thoughts about steve mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I remember I was just at a high school. I was, it was, it was, I was still pretty young, but you know, I've been like, you know, I was being say. my dad's son, I'm, I've been an Apple. I've, I've bled in six colors all my life. We'll put it that way. Yeah, and I, I, I worked at the Apple store at that time, and I was actually working in the store, talking to a uh, customer about iPads, and uh, the notification popped up on the iPad, yeah. saying Steve Jobs has died. And it was just like we we literally took a moment of silence. It was a really like it's a crazy moment that a customer even recognized, like, oh, this is a really big deal. Like just that's I don't know, that that like I think says a lot to like what he meant. And then kind of getting to be there with other Apple employees who right. you know yeah. under like Karen Kelly was saying understood like what that what that meant um getting to see people coming to the apple stores and putting the post-it notes on the on the window to say how much they love steve shutting the apple light off is kind of a way of putting the flag at half mast like there's just all these great things that like i'm glad that i was there for that because it was a really important time and to kind of just point to like, you know, don't worry about Apple. I was worried about Apple. I was very worried about Apple. And for years after I was like, Apple's, you know, it's not that they're doomed or ruined, but it's like, they'll never be the same. Everybody said you know, Apple Props was to Tim Cook. Yeah. He's done a really good job. I mean, He's really look, maintained. And they're not the same. Like, that's the thing. And, yeah. you know, that was never, that was never his intention. And I think he's on record as saying like, you know, 
I presume mm-hmm. it's going to go on after I'm gone after I am gone, but I do not presume it will be, you know, the same the same company that it was. Well, he, yeah. he gave- really isn't. And it's a testament to Steve that he left for a while and came back. Um, Mike Rose did some interviews, Jeff, like you did. I think he was on Fox Business with mm-hmm. somebody. Um, but it was the same kind of thing. Like, you know, he was doing a lot of like talking news anchors off a ledge after people thought like, yeah. well, that's the end of that. You know, they just came out with yeah, a new phone and they're never doing anything again, you know? And we yeah. were like, yeah, no, because the thing it's, it's one of those things that was that he, I think didn't get enough credit for and still may not. Um, and that is uh, hiring the right people so that, so that mm-hmm. the, the kernel of what makes Apple computer, Apple computer, even though they're not that anymore, I know don't at me. Um, the kernel of what makes that company that company uh, is is still there. Absolutely, everything that yeah. that you know that made Apple the consumer electronics powerhouse it is is still there. You know, it's just it's taken a, a slightly different shape. It's evolved to keep up with with what things are, and in some cases, dictated what those times look like. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, um, one thing I will say about getting to mark this every year is that it's. Um, uh, it it makes it slightly more ridiculous every time someone says, "Well, if Steve were here, man, yeah. I think that's you start, know, like they're starting to stop like, doing that." It now. sounds dumber and dumber every time someone yeah. says it, and fewer people say it the further away we get from the event horizon. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. you know, it was clo- it was a close thing the last time Steve wasn't Steve did a stretch where he was not at Apple, and then he came back, right. and you know, and and. You know, that was a different company. You know, the company he came back to was not the company he left. He turned it into something else, hired a number of people. You know, I remember like, Jeff, I think you and I even I think I had you on the two talk cast um, to just throw back Thursday all over this podcast. Um, I think you came on the talk cast and we talked about um, like production for iPads. And we were like, well, yeah, Tim Cook is the reason, mm-hmm. you know, because he's the master of the supply chain. And, you know, he is why they own, I think at that point it was like 25 or 30% of all the flash memory in production right yeah. now is going into an world. Apple device. Yeah. It is yeah. Of all of it, period. Not, yeah, not in a particular company, not today, like period of what's in the world. This ridiculously high percentage is going into an Apple device. And it took Tim Cook to make that a reality. That was not Steve. Right. One Eddie, one Hair Force One. They are all very good at different things. This right. is a nuts and bolts operation guy. And he'd been there forever. You know, that was the other thing was, you know, for us that were old school, you know, a lot of eye rolling from people go, well, who's this upstart, you know, showing up to sit in the big boy seat is like, come on. Like if you had paid more attention, like yeah. he's not new, you know, he'd been, he's there also for- been on the stage at events before, like sitting down with yeah. Q and A's with Steve before, like he's been yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was well, not secret. And they had announced he was going to be, you know, he'd been next in line for a long time. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was, there was a whole lot of, uh, you know, FUD around it, you know, when he, when he showed up. And so, you know, I remember seeing a lot of people I knew, uh, who all did the kind of the same job that I did uh, that we're all kind of in that same, like, um, you know, that, that moment in uh, the big Lebowski when he's like, nothing is effed here, dude, you know, like there was a whole mm-hmm. lot of that going on. Like we were doing everything we could to counteract all of that. Well, I guess they're done. They've put out this new phone and uh, it's going to have some robot voice in it. That's going to help you do stuff and they will never do another thing ever. <laughs> and they're done. They've just 
that's it. You know, you last one out, turn off the lights and like, think about the world and think about your personal technology stack when the 4S came out and think about it now. Cause we're going to talk about it, about what it looks like now in a little bit. I know um, specifically with Holden and that's like, the amount of evolution in those 12 years, I think, is also really impressive. And a lot of that, yeah. again, driven by Apple. All right, let's and I think, let's, too, that... Go ahead, Dave. Last, go ahead. last thought, and then we're going to move on. Okay. It's not an important thought. We can move on. It's totally good. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just like, I also think that the important thing with Apple is, is more consistency than it is, like, these big disruptions. And I think people forget that they kind of view Apple as the big disruptor. And they, they, I mean, they obviously have done that, but what makes the iPhone great isn't that it disrupted the industry in 2007. It's at the kind of Kelly's point. They've consistently worked on it. And the same people are doing that. Steve jobs didn't single-handedly make the iPhone. Like it's so it's, it's always been there. The iPod wasn't the first MP3 player. The iPhone wasn't the first phone that had internet access. The mm-hmm. Mac was not the first computer, you know, the first pro- yeah. portable computer, all of that. Like they, they were never first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go ahead and move on. Though. Steve will always mm-hmm. be in our thoughts. I, I, I appreciate Absolutely. all your insights, all your insights here. Uh, next story. Uh, the original Apple watch is now obsolete, including the $17,000 gold model. Um, at, at first, all first generation Apple watch models that were released in 2015 were now added to the, to Apple's obsolete products list as of uh, September 30th, as we record this. And, and uh, according to an internal memo, uh, the, the, as a result, these outdated series zero, quote unquote, is are no longer eligible for repairs or other services, any Apple stores or authorized service providers location. Um, the list of obsolete models includes the first generation of the watch edition, the 18 karat gold casing, which was, which costs up to $17,000 when it was available. But this is pretty typical. Apple does to get the, the uh, obsolete. Most of these products, uh, after time, you know, it's to 2015, it's about uh, eight years, eight, nine years. Uh, that's a good run. So, uh, hold what do you think? Uh, I, I hate it be not be one that has that $17,000 watch and, uh, and probably never use yeah. it anymore anyway. Cause it was, I hope obsolete. that anyone who bought that watch knew that this would happen one day. <laughs> I hope <laughs> that they knew. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that they did. I'm, I would, I am kind of dying to know how many of those they sold though. Cause I think they stopped the next year with right. series two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. so I'm very curious how many of those they sold. I'm willing. To, I would not be surprised if it was literally like three digits. Like oh, it's yeah. not it, a very big it, number. It wasn't at all. I think most were given away. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I can't. Like imagine Drake, I remember had um, a gold <laughs> Apple Watch with the gold link bracelet, and everyone's like, "When are they going to do the gold link bracelet?" And it never, yeah. it never happened. And I can't imagine that it, show. you can melt it down to to whatever gold's worth these days, I would guess, but not $17,000, but (laughs) no, no, one more thing. I'd also argue the Apple watch was already obsolete when it came out because that thing was so slow. It was almost unusable when it first came out. I sold it right away too. Yeah, Yeah. I had one. I I kept it for a while, but yeah, it was slow. Any other thoughts, uh, Jeff? Um, To me, this one actually isn't news because we all covered it when the original Apple watch came out and we talked about how here's a $17,000 watch (laughs) that is a little computer on your wrist. Therefore it has a very short lifespan. It will be measured in years and, uh, and probably years that you can count on two hands or less. And, uh, and sure enough, that's, that's what we got. Um, 
and uh, and we all, we all knew this was a thing that was uh, that that was being done to try and position the Apple Watch, and uh, and it became what it what it became, and that's fine. Yep. And yeah, so the fact that it's now that it's officially um, not supported. Okay, that's actually pretty good for this type of product. And uh, it, I, I think the big thing is that right now there's a lot of uh, news outlets that are really looking for new stuff to cover. Mm-hmm. And a $17,000 watch that's obsolete is all they've got. Yeah. Um, like, I remember uh, we talked about it at the TMO. Like, um, uh, Who's going to buy that $17,000 watch? Because the clock is ticking on how long that's going to be a usable device. <laughs> like, literally, you can watch the time of its, of its usable window like continue to pass right there on device. So, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I actually got a chance to wear one, too, one of the gold ones. Well, really? nice. Well, you're right. It was really heavy. It was very, very, very heavy. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's uh, go ahead and move on. Uh, if anybody didn't notice that this, this happened this week, it was on October 4th, which is the day before we recorded this and your iPhone made a really special sound around 2:20 PM Eastern time. And what it was, was, uh, FEMA, the federal emergency management agency tested the wireless emergency alerts, uh, system. It was around, two, around that time at 2:20 PM Eastern time, but actually it was two minutes early. Because all of a sudden it went on, and I, at first I I was like, I'm sure most people looked it over. I remembered it because it was all over the news, and uh, it was going to be done. So uh, the test was run in a 30 minute window. So if you had had your phone off during the start of the test and then turned it on during the window, you would get the message, and the message was only sent once. Uh, and according uh, to no, it wasn't. It sent it twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I mean, this is good that we, we've got this alert system they, they're, and good to test it. But I, I thought for sure you could, you know, cause you have the option of being able to turn off all the government alerts, uh, in the settings, which I did, but no, no, they, they can bypass that. So as someone who lives in an area that routinely gets flash flood, wildfire and, and yep. other, uh, potential natural disaster alerts, I could have told you. You cannot make this a silent thing or or make it not happen <laughs> yeah. at all. It yeah. is going to bypass everything and it is going to be loud. And uh and if it's in the middle of the night, immaterial. Trust me. Yeah. Oh, trust me, it's happening. <laughs> your li- your life yeah. will be shortened by at least two years when that thing goes <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scare you out of your skin. Yeah. Oh, uh, I yeah. everybody here and experienced it, and there was it was done twice. In the- yeah. Oh yeah. I experienced it. Yeah. Well, cause I have a work too. phone. So I oh, have right. my phone and my work phone. So I was sitting here and I looked and I was like, Oh, okay. Right. That thing's going to happen in like 10 minutes. Cool. Like I'll be ready. So I was like kind of paying attention and I'm working and I look over and then, you know, like 10 minutes is a long time to be like, you know, hyper alert. So I'm like, uh, and it kind of, so then like it went off and I'm like, Oh wait, that's Oh, right. Okay. Emergency yeah. test. It's fine. Okay. I got it's it. My phone is working. Everything's fine. Went back to work, and then like ten seconds later, the other phone went off. I'm like, yep. not, Good. not helping. <laughs> Enjoy that tone. So yeah, 
interesting this week. I uh, thought that was a good, interesting yeah. story. So I'm glad it worked. I'm glad it was, and and I'm I'm glad it's reliable. And it seems like it's working for everybody because yep. it didn't matter what phone you had. It nope. went off. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. go ahead and move on to the topics this week. <clears throat> um, Apple had uh, had been talking about. We talked about this last week that they were going to release a fix for the iPhone 15 Pro overheating. Um, not that I had noticed that at all. Uh, I'll ask you in a minute, Holden. Uh, but Apple did release uh, iOS 17.0.3, which is the fixing of this overheating. Um, the software was a week after the launch of 17.02. Uh, and uh, they, they also released the version for iPad OS as well for iPad users. Uh, you can go in and update it right away. Um, it does have some bug fixes too. So you, let's go ahead and update it. It's important to do. Uh, they, they ran a lot of these bug fixes and there was a kernel of vulnerability. So, uh, just, uh, uh, go ahead, do it, update it. It's important to have that, uh, latest OS. Um, uh, there's, guys... there's security in it as well. It's not just for oh, the, the, yeah, lots of, uh, yeah the... bug fixes, yeah. security. Yep. It's always, yeah. always important to make sure that you're doing that. Um, it also had some enterprise fixes that, you know, that, that Kelly and I have a bit of interest in, uh, working yes. in the industry. Uh, there was a, there was a, it was a fix for an issue that may cause the iPhone 15 pro models to actually, of course, I'm sorry, I'm reading the same thing here. Uh, in, uh, the support document, Apple revealed that, uh, several enterprise related bugs or fixes, which included the way devices managed in Apple business essentials, as well as yeah. unable to complete setups after, uh, updating to iOS 17. So, uh, so there was some, some enterprise level stuff and that's great to see that yeah. Apple is reacting to this stuff because a lot of times you don't yeah. hear, hear too much about this, right Kelly? Well, yeah, it's, it's not always publicized. So even if you dig into the release notes, which are never very exciting, no, they're not. um, <laughs> even if you dig in, you don't always get, you know, oh, there's this thing where, you know, where enrollment choked at this point for whatever, you know, and we fixed that now. And, um, and the reason I'm glad that they're documenting it is because it's really hard to find information about it if it's something that you're working with. So if you're deploying iPhones at scale and now you've got, you know, 15, 20 more of these brand new devices that everybody's super slobbering for and you're like, I can't, you know, they're all bricks right now. I can't do anything about it. You know, that's really frustrating. So um, I also like it because it's more of Apple sort of being more public about admitting that these are also enterprise devices, which makes me happy. Right. Um, I have a 15 Pro and I, I can't tell you for sure yet if it's not quite as hot, running quite as hot as it used to. Um, I do have, I am that guy. I have a magnetic little fan that run, that sits on the back of mine in case <laughs> I need it. Um, we talked about that I on Mac po- Voices Live, didn't we? <laughs> I did because I play Pokemon Go and when yes. you play Pokemon Go, it doesn't matter what phone you have, it will get warm. So I bought a little MagSafe fan and my phone gets less warm and that's awesome. Um, but uh, the the other thing I just want to reiterate is when you get the little notice on your phone and it says like there's an update available, the less information there is in that update, the more important it is that you run it immediately because <laughs> yeah. Apple doesn't mm-hmm. want to tell people this thing is really it's really bad. If you send a message with three asterisks in a row to somebody now, you can do whatever you want on their device. Uh, Apple's not going to put that in release notes that show up on everybody's yeah. screen. So if they tell you what it is and it's a boring security fix, you know, sigh deeply and roll your eyes, but make sure you run it, you know, like in the next day or two when they're like, right. this contains bug fixes and you need to install it. Then you need to drop what you're doing 
and quit crushing the candy and go run the update because if they're not telling you about it, it's bad. Yep. Absolutely. It's, it's serious. And usually the reason they're not saying anything about it is because there is documented evidence of it happening in the wild. It has been exploited. It is really not good. <laughs> Please go run the update. Run, run so your it's a general good idea to do it. But if you get one that's like, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi going, you know, this is the update you're looking for. You need to just do the thing. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. Um, there's a reason I'll, to do the security updates for iOS 16 as well. Like there's right. a reason for that. Yeah. Yes. Speaking speaking of iOS 16, if you've already upgraded iOS 17, you can no longer go backwards anymore. They've already they've blocked all those those yep. ways of reach of running back. That's pretty typical when they get to the first so few versions. We can't go home time. again. Can't go home <laughs> again. Yeah. So um, then beta this week. Um, I'm starting off with Apple with Watch OS because it's a uh, 10.1 uh, beta two, and and I mentioned it yeah. uh, last week. I I braved it. I put beta on my Apple Watch. I never have done that, and during all the times of that rushing in because angels I had to. If you can see it, I can double tap <laughs> and it works. See, there's the widgets, and and you can oh, keep double okay. tapping That's... it. Okay, and, and, and it that seems through. reliable. That seems very. Yeah. So I'm it's very that camera. <laughs> So you you can do the double tap by setting widgets, the specific widgets that come up on the Apple Watch, as well as um, when a phone call comes in, you can double tap to to answer it, as well as double tap it to, to hang up. Uh, so it it does work. I I thought first the first beta would that came out would have had it. They didn't have it, but beta two just came out this week. Uh, it was just, this week as we record. Um, so it does have that support, and um, yeah, so, so far I'm like it's in the beta this week. Yes, it is in the beta this week. Okay, because uh, well, of course you have to have Watch OS the, the Series Nine for it to work. Well, uh, Mr. Kelly caught a case of Ultra Fever. It was oh, terminal. and the Ultra. Yeah, <laughs> well, he got the Ultra. So, wow. So yeah, he now rocks the chonky boy, and uh, he said, "Oh, and and uh, like late last week, he said." how do I put the beta on my watch? And I said, you don't. And he said, but I want to. And I said, but you don't. And he said, but I do. We went back and forth. And then he finally said, cause I want to do this and was doing the, the double tap. And I said, okay, well not yet. Just wait till it comes um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you, I was like, you need to wait. And then he said, Oh, I figured it out. Cause I used, cause it's the public beta. And I'm like, it might be in the developer beta. So you still yeah. don't have it now anyway. So uh, now I can tell him he can have it and and uh, I don't have to help him with his watch anymore because it's on beta software and I can't do yeah, much for him. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'll just say I have been doing the beta for WatchOS 10 all summer. Um, surprisingly smooth. I, I think really? I'll do it next year. But I also okay. have an Ultra. So that means the battery life woes aren't as as they're problematic. Less. Actually, they're not problematic at all. Yeah. So. so does the watch warm your arm the way the phone warms your hand? Huh? Because the did it's always hot. hot. Yeah, does your oh, get no. hot? Okay. Nope. Cuz it it's always Oh, I see in beta. Yeah, your phone can yeah. get hotter. Yeah. 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 Cuz friend of the show Brittany, hi Brittany. Um hi, Brittany. really wishes that they would change beta season to be like January to March and then put the new one out in March because <laughs> if you're going to carry around a hand warmer for 3 months, having them be the three mm-hmm. warmest months in the northern hem- in the northern hemisphere is a yep. bad thing. <laughs> Yep. Um, so, uh, uh, 17 at one beta, uh, two, as well as, uh, uh, iPad OS 17 at one was uh, released. Um, the biggest thing that they add that, that they had been waiting for is the airdrop transfers can now be finished over the internet. So close proximity doesn't need to be 
maintained anymore with the, with AirDrop, which is awesome. Can't wait to try that. That I will not put on an iPhone because I don't want to risk that. That's more important. So I did not do that. Um, there is a feature that they did add, which is the, the flashlight indicator in Dynamic Island. I really am liking this. And actually, it already is coming. I, I Actually, it's, it already works now. I don't know why they say it's in beta because I've turned the flashlight on. And and it shows up in Dynamic Island and you actually can t- turn it off. Do you have a 15 or a 14? 15. 15 Pro okay. Max. Well, 15, yeah. I think I already had it to the begin with. It's only yeah. in beta for the 14, I think. Yes. Yeah, so that's so anything below the 15 is, is the beta uh, will will yeah. what is this witchcraft? Um so if you, if so you turn the, on the flashlight and then it will uh in dynamic island the flashlight will be there so you can tap dynamic island and it brings it up and then turn you can turn it on and off. Oh hey. Yeah. yeah. I usually can tell when my flashlight is on when my pants have a white hole coming out of the pocket. That's when I usually <laughs> that's the indicator that, that yeah. I've always yeah. used. Yeah, that's 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 that is a good indicator. Reliable. I like that old. Okay. It's very reliable, yeah. <laughs> but do y'all tell other people <laughs> oh, your flashlight yeah. is on? Okay. No. Oh yeah, of course. It's like yours. It's like X Y Z. You know. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just yes. had this yes. conversation with someone recently, like, because I I told somebody your flashlight's on, and they were like, "Why would you tell it?" I'm like, "Why would you not?" <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what are friends for? That you know. X Y Z. Yes. If I walk away and my zipper's down, and I realize a friend didn't tell me, that's not my friend. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're just a <sighs> user. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and number of, a number of things that have been added uh, as far as uh, uh, as far as the beta there. So you'll 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 see you'll hear more and more stuff we'll talk about here. Um, the the uh, the also the other thing uh, there was some claims that there. I think Apple's still investigating this. Is the fact that iOS 17 reset the privacy settings? A user mm-hmm. claimed this. I don't know. I haven't seen any other stories on this beyond this was back a couple of weeks ago. Um, uh, but be aware of that. If, uh, if, if, uh, some of the privacy settings got turned off, uh, we have a link in the show notes here about it, uh, that, uh, you may need to go back and turn it back on again. Um, yeah. so I it's good to review that occasionally anyway, just as is. a general rule to kind of check those out. My question was, because I don't remember in the story if the person had migrated to a new device or if it was just the device they had and they upgraded and then all of a sudden the settings were magically changed. Yeah. Because every once in a while there's rough edges with migration, which I have a story to tell you about later. Okay. Uh, and uh, one thing I want to mention too on Apple TV, tvOS 17.1, usually is not a very exciting update, but this is kind of exciting that the fact that the new enhanced dialogue feature that was uh, that was uh, just talked about in 17.1 is now going to be available yeah. to, for the original HomePod and the HomePod Mini. Um, so mm-hmm. it was it was released uh, last month, of course, with seven, iOS 17. But this enhanced dialogue makes it easier for you to hear the dialogue in TV shows and movies by separating the dialogue from the background noise, bringing it forward and center to the channel here. Cool. Um, so the cool, the fact that they they actually did it for the original HomePod, I'm I'm uh, kind of pleased. I can't I haven't uh, updated this on my uh, Apple TV yet. Seventeen one. I want to try that out now because I got the pair. Of course, I'm sporting the pair of original HomePods up there. So yeah, uh, this is uh this is a good thing here, uh, and um. Yeah, so that, that that's a lot of the things that we uh, we see here as far as uh, the updates here. So, um, I wanted to move on here and actually talk about uh, Apple Watch. I, we've talked about uh, Apple, uh, iPhone. We've talked about uh, the I, I, uh, iOS seventeen and some of those updates. Well, the Apple Watch. I I did decide to sport the as I showed just showed it a few minutes ago the Apple Watch Series nine. 
Um, and, uh, how does, how does it really stack up when it comes to the updates? You know, the big thing obviously with the Apple watch series nine is it does have the S nine chip, but does bring some performance. And I, I, I'm, I am noticing perf- some improved performance improvements. I'm also noticing that they, you know, the screen is much brighter because even text, I was always, I would always have trouble seeing the text cause they were so small, but now they're larger and they're much more crisp and easier to see. Um, and, uh, it, 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 it does have a lot of cool things that they've added. And that's what and then I'll say about the display. It's two, it's 2000 nits of brightness. And I do see it. It is, it is really bright. Uh, and we just talked about the double tap gesture, which is, uh, which is definitely a cool thing. Um, so it's, uh, it does have a four core neural engine, which is about two times faster than the series eight. And, uh, the S lady does process on device uh, requests that don't really need any information from the internet. They've added that as an improvement. Uh, the dictation I'm noticing is a little more improved. They say about 25% more. Uh, so, but you look comparison from the eight to the nine, is there really a subtle difference? That's why I, I didn't have the eight. I had the seven. Uh, and they, and we have our article in the show notes here actually showing some of the comparisons of all the Apple watch series. And you can kind of look to mm-hmm. see what really stands out. But I think I, as, as I've been, as I've had this watch for what, almost close to two weeks now, um, that. I do. I mean, I'm liking the fact that I I did do the upgrade. Uh, not not much sorry because of the double tap and the S9 chip, uh, but the display is, it makes a big difference. I I I, I see some um, a big improvements when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. So most people, I say, if you have the seven or the eight, I don't see any real uh, reason to upgrade at this point unless you really think. What did you, you have, have to. before, David? I had, the, I had the seven series seven. You had a seven, okay. Yeah, so I held okay. back from the eight. So. No, yeah. I didn't upgrade. I like I upgrade the iPhone every year. I'm 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 I think I'm kind of holding back on the on the Apple Watch. Um, yeah, the Ultra is a nice a nice watch, but again, it's heck of a lot more expensive. And and for me, and you know, I'm being a big guy that it, it is. I tried it on. I tried the original uh, Ultra on. It's a nice watch. It's just it's the price tag on it. I just for what I would need the watch for is just a little a little high. Yeah. Holden, you have one, so you, I'm sure you're loving it. it. It is a nice watch. I just it is. I didn't, I didn't feel the justification of, 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 uh, actually purchasing it. So, but, uh, the bands all work, which is great. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. the, they still have not changed the bands for, after all these years, we're getting, we're getting close to almost nine years. Yeah. Since, you know, we'll see how the next mile goes, but yeah. over almost nine years of app of, of bands that all will still fit this, this mm-hmm. watch as well. So as long as you were on the big one. Yeah. Yeah, even those mm-hmm. I, those bands work too. So and I've 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 purchased well, some. Well, I have the ones. the the small watch. So yeah, oh that's right. Like as long as I still yeah, it comes in two sizes. Uh, as right. long as you yeah, but like original Apple Watch bands, uh, will work on the whatever you know. If you had the little one or the big one, uh, if you try that on the little one or the big one now, they all still fit, which is nice. I think right now, because I think one thing a lot of people are waiting for is Apple to crack glucose monitoring on your arm. Um, Until there's some other sort of huge thing like that, or the watch gets even more independent, um, the watch is kind of in the same category as the phone. Like, if you already have one that they are still selling, then it's not going to be a dramatic upgrade to get a new one. But if you have one that they don't sell anymore, 
So, you know, they still sell the 13. So if you have an 11 right. or a 12 and you go get an iPhone 15, it's going to be a huge difference. Oh, for if sure. you have a, if you have a series four watch or a series five watch yeah, and you go time. get a nine, it's going to be massive. And, yeah. you know, people, and I think people sometimes take away the message of like, it's not a big upgrade this year. It's not a big upgrade this year. Well, not this yeah. year, but you know, like we talked about over on Mac voices live, like if yeah. you buy, if you have an iPhone 12 right now, you're getting everything from the 13 and everything from the 14 and everything from the 15. And when you stack all that stuff up, that's a whole lot of stuff that you were getting yep. that you didn't, that, you know, when you make that upgrade. So if you had a 14, maybe this year is not the year for you, but if you had something older, then yeah, you should absolutely look because it's, it's a cumulative effect for yep. people who are moving from, from a four or a five or even a six up to a, a nine or an ultra. Um, there's so much there because there's the pulse ox that you get. There's the ECG that you get. Um, I think that came in series four or five, but if you, um, four. you know, in the four. four. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, and, and in, you know, and it's only improved um, the fall detection, the gate stuff, you know, all of the, all of the, the health other stuff that has gotten smarter, that has gotten better, more things are happening on device um, you know, and the device can handle more, you know, just the raw horsepower, even if you only do these three things with it, doing those three things with it on a watch, a current model watch, as opposed to a three or a four or a five-year-old watch is going to be a dramatic change. Yeah. So, I, I, I'll think say, I got an ultra last year and I actually do have a little bit of FOMO though, over this year's updates, <laughs> like the, 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 the double tag, I totally agree. Like it's a marginal upgrade for most yeah. people. Like right. don't do it. Um, the double tap does change how you use an Apple watch. I think it's kind of important. Yeah. And the other thing, although it's not important right now is that the series nine and ultra two have a faster processor and I don't need that right now, but for watch OS 11 or 12 or 13, like that might be useful yeah. considering mm -hmm. the ultra didn't see a perform or the Apple Watch hasn't seen a performance update since the six, I think. So it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a while. Like so, twelve or thirteen, you're gonna it will start creaking a little bit for you. Yeah, but I think you're okay yeah. until then. Oh, I'm totally fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll try to be a whole I'll, I'll live. Buy it a new band, and it will be happy, and you will be happy, <laughs> and it will be <laughs> like, like you got a new watch. watch. Like mean, all of us yeah. have mounds I'll of get bands here, like I do. So. I mean, that's yeah. that's what. I, well, I regularly <laughs> buy my technology treats. I'm convinced that's why it behaves better is because i i buy my i buy my stuff presents i got you a new oh, case Kelly. i got you a new i got you a new keyboard cover you know whatever there's like a little dog bone jar but it's just filled with apple yeah. watch bands and you just like give yourself one every time you come back yep. from a walk you're still pretty <laughs> so let's still uh, love you. let's talk a little bit about watch os 10 a uh, couple things kind of stand out that i think that they made some changes some really good changes uh uh, the checking of the control center status, uh, it actually has the small icons at the top of the control center that indicates uh, the status of certain settings. For example, like if the Apple Watch is connected to the cellular, if you have a cellular version, or the location is being used by an app, and the features like airplane mode and do not disturb are on, it'll, it'll show that, which is cool. Um, now, like with the iPhone, uh, like with iOS 17 and and, uh, and watchOS 10, you can set multiple timers on on the Apple Watch, which is I think awesome. A lot of people I use the the timer all the time on on here. Uh, App Switcher didn't have to be able to do that before. I think that's a really cool thing that they've added, where you just uh, double tap uh, the crown and and you you spin through it, and it'll actually go through the App Switcher just like you do on an iPhone. So they really have got as you're, you're seeing we're seeing a trend here. You're, they're doing things we had that before. Um, I don't know if we do or not. I thought it wasn't double tap the. I don't think it was double tap the crown to do it. But yeah, it might have been a little more difficult. But they made it a little easier. 
Uh, same thing with the flashlight. I don't remember if you could adjust the the brightness of the flashlight with the with the uh-huh. digital crown. Could you before? Yeah, you mm-hmm. could. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. so. Um, yeah. So but again, watch OS has turned into iOS where there's so much stuff that even you can forget. You know, like this list, right. even if it's even if none of these things are new to to watch OS 10, there's still going to be something every one of us goes, oh, hey, you know, even if it was already there because we forgot. There's so you know what I stumbled upon like like a few months ago is holding the top of the screen, no matter where you are in the Apple Watch, will bring up notification center or control center on the bottom. What? Yeah. <gasps> See? It's yeah. Right. Oh, from the bottom, right? You're talking about swiping. From yeah, the so bottom. if you go, let's say you're in like any, literally any app, just hold your finger at the top of the screen. You can slide down to bring notification center oh. bottom. Oh, wait, bottom doesn't do that anymore because control center is not there, but it yeah. used to do control center. Yeah, I think I control so center. Mad. You have to tap the 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 the. Uh, they the moved fu- everything, the and now when I do the thing on my watch, it doesn't do the thing it did two weeks ago, and I still can't figure out which one is which, and it just makes me mad because <laughs> I use the control center all the time, and I don't know which button it is, and it's always the wrong thing, and it just makes me mad. Now I yell a lot of profanity at my watch. <laughs> You know, which I is why I'm, you feel like you need to give it treats all the time. There you go. I think I'm kind of uh, contrarian to a lot of people with Watch OS 10. I'm kind of nonplussed with this. Yeah. Um, I I don't like how everything's been shifted around to hmm. make the uh, physical buttons more complicated. Um, I this don't like problem. the the whole thing with switching watch faces is now. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it requires much more dexterity. We hate um, it, precious. Yes. I mean, there's several things on the watch where I'm feeling like the the people in Apple are designing this for the way they're using it, not for the way we use it. And I mean, it, it's fine, but I I think it's it's uh needlessly complicated compared to previous versions of watch os and uh, yeah i mean it's fine but at the same time if they had skipped this um year for watch os updates i don't think i would have felt like i was missing out on anything yeah i don't like that you can't do anything about it like there's no option for what do i want the digital crown to do if i touch it once or touch it twice what what do i want the button to do if i push the button one time or two times Mm -hmm. or if i swipe up from the bottom can i have the control center or can i have something else it doesn't give me any of those options there's nowhere to change it there's nowhere to adjust it there's nowhere to even see what it is now it didn't walk me through like the thing that you used to do like this, you do like that. And I never saw a screen like that. And I think that's part of why I'm frustrated is just because I feel like there's no, there was no indication and now it's all different and I can't figure out why and I can't figure out what to do about it. And I can't figure out, and like, I have muscle memory from a long time ago and I didn't even have one of those obsolete, now obsolete series zero watches. <laughs> I had like a series four and it's earth. I think I had a three and it makes me very grumpy because I can't figure out what to do and there's no option to adjust it so that I could at least go in there and look like if you push the mm-hmm. button once, if you push the digital crown one time, it does this. Oh, okay. At least I can tell now what it's, what it's for. And I just feel like somebody swapped it out for an Android watch or something. Cause like it kind of looks the same and it goes on my arm, but it's not right. And I can't figure out why. 
And yeah, it, it makes me make Roy Kent noises at my watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then the lastly on the watch, uh, I, I mentioned this uh, last week though. Yeah. The, the, when, when watch OS 10 hit, hit the, the ability now to be able to uh, find my Apple watch and be able to ping it is, is, is just a, about time because we were able to do that pinging to find the apple watch and from the watch i'm adding the iphone from the apple watch but you couldn't do it reverse so the boy it's come in handy a few times because you, you leave you take it off and it gets buried in your blankets when you're when you when you or wherever you, you, you bury it so you can't find it anymore so i think that's another good good feature they added on, on the watch os 10 that is a good feature yeah now do the siri remote yeah, which I which is ready to go. I, I, I they still haven't uh, enabled it yet. I don't know why. So, um, so let's uh let's find out what uh, what Holden thinks about his iPhone uh, uh, fifteen Pro Max. We had uh, Chuck Joiner on a couple weeks ago, and and we 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 all reviewed our 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 thoughts about the iPhone fifteen Pro Max. Well, we've had it in our hands for a few weeks, and I love to hear what uh, what your experience is so far uh, with the with uh, Holden. Uh, what did you upgrade from? Uh, so I actually upgraded from a 14 Pro. So talk about that year oh. on year. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, well, I, I kept it because this year I did the iPhone upgrade program for the first time. Oh, good. So yeah. I'm going to be I on that path that. now. But I wanted to keep my 14 Pro because it's great for standby because it has an always-on display and it's a great camera for like this yeah. kind of thing. Oh my gosh, those, I just did that. Like, let's <laughs> <laughs> do that. It's a really great product. Is going to do it? There we go. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh that's right. Oh, that's right. Because you're, you're using the camera. Because you're using great. the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. um, I, I really don't like that feature, just to be totally <laughs> clear. It's so distracting. Um, that only so, works with iPhones as the camera, right? right. So when I do this. Yeah, I, it won't happen to me either. No, no, it, yeah. it does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm using a 10R, so it won't work. So, <laughs> so well, th this is working with a Logitech C920. Oh, really? Oh, maybe we'll work with the 10R. Try it, um, try it uh, Dave. I'm curious. In, in wine oh, country. I tried it. As oh, okay. as oh yeah, and I did have to update to Wine Country yesterday so that I can be prepared for the uh, user group presentations I'm doing next week, where nice. I talk about macOS Wine Country. Right. Nice. <laughs> oh wait, no, give, give, <laughs> Jeff, give us the heart. No, it's not working, and we're it we're all when your effect fades. There you go. There we go. <laughs> We're, we're trying to affect, but anyway, what uh, what other things have stand out uh, stood out for you on the on the fifteen? Pro? The the biggest thing by far is the action button, but I'll hold off because we're going to talk about that in, in yeah. a little bit. Um, but it's it's just really nice having a lighter phone. I thought the fourteen Pro was too heavy, and I wanted to go for the Max this year. And I'm like, I'm not going to go for the Max if it weighs you know mm. as much as a fourteen Pro Max was. I just it oh. just seems untenable. I I don't know if I could do that. But the fifteen Pro Max it it is Wait. technically heavier than my fourteen Pro. But it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. It feels really great. Um, I got yeah. the the blue as well. And, yep. you know, for all the fingerprint complaints people were making, it is so much better than the stainless steel. Uh, no complaints over here. Yeah. I think this is clearly the best iPhone Apple's ever made. Shocker. Performance Shocking. has been great with it, too. I mean, the camera. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you've been using the camera. It's Actually, I don't take a lot of pictures, actually. So it's kind of funny. I went for the okay. Max when, like, <laughs> I'm not going to really use the, a lot of the features of it. But it is nice to have that, though. Yeah. Um, for when I, if I would need it, uh, the the five times zoom, and then just having USB C is great. Oh, every device I have now charges with the same cable. All time, amazing. It's just, that's just amazing. That's yeah. so um, far my favorite part of having mine is like right. I just have a C cable for all the things. 
Nope. Well, I did not get a Max. I have the Mere Mortal Pro. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, your your experience too has, has been great. Not that not a Jeff has realized what that they got the effect. <laughs> well, um, this is all on you. Yeah, it is. I feel like you're gaslighting me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we can just record. This is recorded. We can just rewind and see the part where yeah. you went. Oh yeah, you can do this. Um, I mean, yeah. I knew you could do it, but. I thought it was just if you're using an iPhone as a camera, but then you brought it up and I thought, well, let's check. And so, yeah, Holden, this is on you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go All ahead. Right, and- let's have some peace here, okay? Truce. <laughs> <laughs> this is one so weird to me because it's like, I am not a crook. And then right? You got confetti, but I got balloons. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I think the yeah. balloons is the wait. No, what's the? I think just one is the balloons. Balloons is one. Yeah. yeah. So it only registered one only hand the first up, time. Yeah. If it yeah. only picks up one hand, then yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> to, with the 15 Pro, going back into that, like I'm a huge shortcuts person. I am obsessed with shortcuts. I oh. use that app all the time just for yeah. fun to see what I can do and play around with it. So yeah. when I heard there's a button you can program. Oh, shortcuts good, too. Like, Man, good, I good segue because uh, yeah, yeah, it's. It's pretty amazing. I I set up the shortcuts menu, and uh, yep. you know uh, Federici uh, uh, from Max Stories he put a great write up on it. Um, as anybody doesn't know, the action button we've talked about it. You can uh, you can go in and actually go into the settings and go into under action button um, and configure it on its own. So you can swipe it between you know what everybody was used to turning the the um, the ringer on and off and. All the other settings, but the shortcuts is yeah, it's amazing. Um, what did you what did you do to set up? I mean, I I I just set up here uh, where you can uh, actually go and it brings up at the actual menu of 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 items that 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 come up. Um, so it, it's uh, it's that's, pretty amazing. That's exactly yeah. what I yeah. did. So when I um, there, there's there's my menu right yep. there. Um, so I have that, but then I have um. Oops, I accidentally locked my phone. Um. I have that, but then I also have like a more action. So I have like a different like sub menu of like uh-huh. so all the things I want access to. Yeah. Um, it's you can do so much with the shortcuts app. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shortcuts mm-hmm. rock. Anyone who says yeah. Android's more customizable has not played not with the shortcuts app. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I especially if somebody put on a button. Like, the yeah, exactly. Day, yeah. yeah. The day it came out, like later that day, I think it was Matt Casanelli had put out like, uh, we figured out how to give it a shortcut so that you can decide which thing you want the button to do. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> right. and I was like, first of all, hi Matt. I I knew I knew you were gonna come through for me on this because I was like, how do I assign it to one thing all the time? That's ludicrous. How am I supposed to make it do only one thing forever? How do I change it when I need it to do different stuff? And then I'm like, they said you could run a shortcut, so I'll just I was like, literally, I said I'm just gonna wait for Matt to sort it out, <laughs> and he did. <laughs> of course he did. So I'm like, yeah. oh hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it, I, I wish Apple Go ahead. Go ahead, Dave, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I wish that Apple had positioned the shortcut stuff a little bit more consumer friendly because you don't have to make a shortcut in order to use it for that. Like you can just attach it to a single action from a mm-hmm. third-party app. So like I use things, yeah. for example. I love things. And so you can just attach add task. So you can just hit that button and it just 
opens up things and adds a task and just brings you that prompt immediately. Like yeah. that is huge. And it requires zero knowledge on how to, you know, make right. a shortcut or how to think through that or learn anything really. It's very, very well yeah. implemented. They didn't talk about it as much as I thought they should have. And it's yeah. super approachable because like you have to know to look for it. But when you see it, it's very clear. Like anything that has shortcuts you can use, they're in there and it's very obvious. Like here are shortcuts from the apps that you have installed, from only the apps that you have installed. Here are the, the options that you have available to you from those apps. Here are the things that they that each of those apps can do for you in some particular way. And that's like, I really just want them to talk about that for a mm-hmm. while one time. Like, because yep. like not even related to the action button, like, you know, a lot of people think shortcuts is really intimidating and it can be if you are listening to somebody like Matt Casanelli, you know, like the godfather of shortcuts talking about shortcuts. Like when you listen to him talk about it, yeah, there's a lot of potential there, but also like the number one shortcut I use most and it is not close. I have a large number of Apple devices to which I connect my AirPods, many of them, and I bounce around through them throughout the day. So yep. the shortcut I have installed on all of them and only one of them responds to my voice is headphones. So I hit Siri and I say headphones. And then that device says I am connecting to Kelly's AirPods Pro and then they're connected that's and that's it. And then because I'm me, I added a second step to, that's to, awesome. play, to play sound. So it just goes doo and I so that I know that I hear it in my headphones so that I know it actually worked and didn't silently fail. And that's literally it. It's two steps because I added the second step of play the sound so I can hear it in my headphones and I know it worked. That's a that's brilliant all. use of shortcuts. And that's it a is really not, great use, yeah. It is not close how many times <laughs> I use that compared to all the others. And like I said, it's only two steps because I added play a sound so I know I can hear it in my headphones. That's it. and. It's because I sat down and went, I'm going to need this everywhere. Like now that I've, you know, like when I was getting like, you know, work computer set up and trying to put, you know, have headphones connected to everything and like they're never connected to the thing I want. And, you know, until Apple Mm -hmm. stops with the headset and just gives us the implant, like it's never going to read my mind and know which thing is the thing I want to have my headphones connected to. So until then, I do it this way and it's so easy and it all and like 90, I would say like four nines reliability. Um, it works like almost all the time. Um, and then like it's just done. Like it's the most boring review ever. Like I do this and it's fine and everything works and I can move on. I can make my phone call or listen to my conference call or you know, do whatever webinar thing I'm trying to do easily. It's super fast, it's very easy, and it's done. And like you have that on the action button too. Uh, I do now. Yeah, because I have Mac sure cover like which thing do you want to do? And that's yeah. one of them is headphones. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh this is good stuff. Uh and and the uh, the action button is just a, a fun way of uh of setting things up to make things so much easier. And I know Jeff, you are not a big fan of this. You at least that was your first impression of it, right? No, I I really appreciate what Apple's doing with the action button and uh, and what's helped me accept that this is something that I'm just going to have to live with when the iPhone 15 Pro is in stock at my local store and I can get one. Yep. Apple has decided that this is the year they're going to just go ahead and let everyone know the iPhone is not a phone anymore. It's a computer that can also do phone calls, right. which is... Uh, 
uh, diametrically opposed to what Apple told us the iPhone was when it was introduced. And so that, so it makes sense that the button that is specifically for a phone is gone. Now that said, that button specifically for a phone, the toggle switch for mute, is something that I rely on all day, every day. And losing that will be a really big problem for me. So I have to decide uh, when I when I get my iPhone 15 Pro, is my phone just permanently muted? Or do I not do anything with the action button other than let it be a mute switch? There well, are, was- there's a new shortcut just for iPhone 15 Pros that lets you toggle the silence so you could like add it to a menu if you wanted to but you yeah, can but also that, see that's the problem okay c- continue i'm sorry continue you, you, you can also just attach it to a focus mode and say when this focus mode turns on then i want my phone to be in silent and kind of attach it to that i'm not sure how you use focus modes but i think that could also be useful because you can associate multiple things to a focus mode like that so if you wanted it to prompt a shortcut or something you can still do that and, and those are all valid and really good uses for it um for me oftentimes it's I just need to double check that the switch is set to mute without having to see anything. So it's uh-huh. a totally tactile thing. You can still do that, actually. Oh, well, the switch, though, right? Because if you want to program it anything else, okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay. You can yeah. feel the difference, but I, I, I okay, right. Yeah. Gotcha. So, gotcha. I, so I need to, I need to really think through how I'm going to be using my phone as a communication device going right. forward, yeah. and then decide what's the best way to approach that. Yeah. To be and fair, focus modes could be part of that. And yeah. I think the action button is super duper awesome, but I'm super mad that I don't have a, fl- a switch to flip anymore. I'm really not happy about it. It's hard. I don't like it. It's not fair. And I don't spend a bunch of time fiddle farting around with focus modes. Sorry to use the technical term. Um, to make them do the thing so that it's silent in a particular way and whatever. Um, so, you know, I have a couple and there's you know i have like two because i set one up for um bedtime like here's certain stuff that shows up at bedtime that's basically it so um i'm really not happy that it's not there and for the same reason jeff as you i can't look at my phone and instantly know is it gonna make noise while we're recording or not yeah do you uh, grand question do you um how what's, what's the um the like the use cases for toggling it is it like when i'm at home then i want it on or when i'm not at home I want it off. Like what's kind of the, the use cases for, for me, it's, it's often, Oh, a situation not, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm being intentionally vague because I don't know what it might be. So yeah. not, not like a bad thing. It's like, Oh, I'm in a situation, but like yeah. I, I'm with a group of people. <clears throat> Normally my ringer would be on. One of them is now on a call where we're all still together. My ringer, if it goes off, will disturb them reach in my pocket real fast, flip the switch. Um, or uh, I'm out and about and I'm someplace where I want to make sure I hear the ringer and uh, and I just reach in my pocket and uh, and make sure that the ringer's on or it, th- there's a lot of places where just being able to very quickly hit that toggle in my pocket to know that the vo- the ringer's on or off is super handy. Yeah. Um, yeah. What you might be able to do, because um, John Gruber did something similar to this, but it might not work in this exact context. He has it set up where if you have the phone upside down and then you hit the action button, it does silence and ringer. 
but when it's not upside down, it can be applied to anything else. And it does that using an app called Actions, which just has like a bunch of like different mm-hmm. um, shortcuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. What you might be able to do too is say, and I don't know, but if my phone is in sleep mode, because then you presumably, if it's in your pocket, it's always in sleep mode. Oh, right. Yes. Oh. So I didn't know you could trigger a shortcut on that. Oh, hmm. so th- okay. if, I don't That's know. I'm, I'm guessing, but Actions might have but something. You know, check. a face down iPhone, how much of a difference? Between face down on a table and in my pocket where the screen is pressed against my leg, mm-hmm. how much of a difference would there be between that? See, there, I there's don't know a lot of stuff I have to explore with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I look forward to your limited run podcast about this. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe a I'm a little video. like contrary on on that, like in, in kind of um, on the opposite of that, because I I always get my phone in silent to begin with. I've never like I've never liked having oh. my phone ring. Yeah, so, I do too. It, my watch is always in silent. Oh, my phone makes all kinds of noise, but me. I don't like it to ring either. <laughs> what always frustrated me was when I would put a case on and off, it would toggle the silent switch, and I wouldn't know it happened. So all of a sudden, my phone's making noises when I don't want it to, and now I don't have to worry about that. So for me, it's like the exact opposite. It's like, oh my god, the button saved my life, and I, my and life I can is absolutely appreciate the value of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. the whole thing is everyone has the different perspective on it. It's yeah. kind of the challenge of a device where you have to compromise between a billion people. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's. So, with that, that was some great discussion. Let's uh, go ahead and wrap up for this week. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, which is feedback at intouchthios.com. You can follow us on Mastodon at intouchthios at techhangout.social. Support the show by buying me a coffee at intouchwithios.com slash coffee. We would really appreciate it. You can become the patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash intouchwithios. We have two tiers available to support the show. We would really appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe so you're uh, notified when we are live streaming, which is usually at 8 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday nights and 5 p.m. Pacific on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash intouchwithios. We had a great uh, showing on the chat. Uh, Thanks, Cletus. And... Web Bixby and even Ben made it in this week. Uh, appreciate you being there. And you can watch uh, 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 the, the past live streams as well as listen to the last uh, past shows. Uh, go to In Touch with iOS Magazine on Flipboard, where many of the topics we discuss are flipped into the magazine. The, the link is in our show notes. You can subscribe in our to the show and your fa- in our your favorite podcatcher, including Pod Pocket Casts, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, and many others. The better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links, to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Mastodon at, Mas- at DaveD65 at Mastodon.cloud. And uh, Holden DePardo, thank you so much for being here. I don't know if you're on any social medias, but uh, any, any way nope. can get a, anybody get a hold of you. I, I exist in the real world. My address is, no, I'm totally kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. I mean, okay. I have a Twitter account. I just never use it. So, you know, okay. Sounds good. reach out if you want to, but if you don't hear back, it's, you know, you've been warned. Yeah. You should join us on Mastodon, Holden. It's fun over there. It is. It's social media, though, and I'm just trying to stay away from it. Well, it's not Facebook. I mean, it's fun. So The, the noise is a lot lower. That's yeah. for sure. That, that's true. Kelly, no, on, if thank you're you. trying to avoid all social media, I'm totally talking over everyone. You're, you're fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> well, the whole If you're if you're trying to avoid social media, uh, Mastodon is social media. 
Well, That's since you interrupted, Jeff, go ahead and tell everybody where you can find you. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so you can find Kelly all over the internet. No, wait. Um, okay. So, uh, Jay Gamut on all the social Most medias. Most of the things I am active on Instagram and Mastodon and then shows uh, most Tuesdays on Chuck Joyner's in touch with iOS. Nope. That's not his show. <laughs> oh my is- God. I feel like I martillero to you for a minute. there. <laughs> you know, I've been having a hard time keeping track of shows. Yeah. All right. So on Tuesday, so on Tuesdays, it- it's Dave Ginsburg's uh, Mac, Mac voices live. Yes. I did that on purpose. Um, then here on Thursdays, Dave's in touch with iOS. And uh, uh, for the British Tech Network, uh, the big show on Thursdays, the Mac show on Fridays. Brian Chaffin and I already recorded this week's nice. uh, Context Machine, and it's live. Nice. Oh, I get around. Check that show. Last but certainly not least, thank you, Kelly <laughs> McLemont, for being here. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me over on Mastodon. Uh, I am Verso at Mastodon.social. Uh, come over there and enjoy the bot accounts. There are a fair number of bots over there that are just really entertaining. Like they post, there's one um, hourly otter that just posts a picture of an otter every hour. And it's great. Um, and, you know, the one that posts uh, screenshots of Skeletor from the He-Man cartoon with motivational sayings on them. And that I love one's that one. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, you can also follow uh, Ice T S V U, which is uh, Detective Finn, and they've like fed an AI a bunch of different things, you know. So um, it's always just a screen grab of him, and it's like you know, uh, the kids are calling it Apple Jelly, you know. He smoke, you know, uh, like like he woke up wearing a bolo tie in front of a Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know, like just like always weird random i didn't realize that was an ai thing making those up i don't think it's ai i think it's like a randomly generated thing though okay fed a bunch of but they're wonderful parameters too and it is the most delightful account for aggressively random entertainment i really appreciate it um yeah that one and uh shout out to the guy that takes garfield cartoons and puts song lyrics in them because that one also makes oh my god yes it's so good um you can find me on I want my MCT I want my MCU TV over at the Incomparable Network, uh, where we talk about the latest Marvel show that is happening, uh, and it's about to be Loki. So um, I'm, I'm giving you time to emotionally prepare for that. Uh, you can also find me occasionally on other shows over at the Incomparable. We just recorded an episode of Low Definition that I think people will probably really like. Um, I, I hope so. Uh, if not, you have been warned. And uh, you can find me sometimes over on, uh, because for whatever reason, much like Jeff, uh, I keep getting let into the meeting every Tuesday night over at Dave Ginsburg, David Ginsburg's Mac Voices Live. Uh, so you can find me there too. <laughs> we'll, we'll let Chuck know that it's yeah. your show now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We'll just tell him you guys traded. Like, it's just going to be Freaky Friday. And then, like, yeah. next week he'll host this, and then it'll yeah. all make sense. <laughs> all right, Kelly. Thanks so much for being here. And thank you Thanks for listening. So much for me. I appreciate it. And, and uh, thank you for listening. We really appreciate you listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. We enjoy doing it. And we'll talk again soon.